ladies and gentlemen, welcome into another edition of Deportes Nation, our post-Thanksgiving edition of Deportes Nation, sports and more, Deportes y más, in English y en español. I'm Alex Parra, always a pleasure, and to be honest with you, surprised to be part of these podcasts. But we appreciate all of you that tune in and have been following us now for several weeks since we, I guess, reset the Deportes Nation concept. So thank you for being with us. Before I go any further and talk about Turkey Day and talk about Black Friday and all these important things to our lives, let's bring in someone that is important to Deportes Nation, Miss Ashley Rodriguez. First of all, Ashley, hello. How are you? Welcome back into Deportes Nation. And how much weight did you gain yesterday? <laughs> too personal too much <laughs> not too much hey alex how are you hello everyone thank you so much for tuning in here at the Portas nation we're so happy to have you with us post thanksgiving that's right alex well you know what i haven't gotten on the scale this morning oh. and it's not because i don't have one it's because i'm trying to avoid the reality <laughs> i don't know but um hey this morning i i woke up a little turkey wasted so i had some good food uh, definitely loved spending time with the family. It was a good Thanksgiving. Was it? Did you enjoy it? Was it uh, peaceful? And and more than anything, did you did you actually get to thank thank uh, our world, our God, our our spirit for everything that 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 is going well in our world in, in in our lives? Absolutely. Yeah. No. Actually, last night, um, well, all day yesterday, it was my sister, myself, and my mom that that did the cooking while the guys just sat back and enjoy the appetizers that we laid out for them while we all watched the Texans game yesterday. That that was a good start to Thanksgiving. It was. And then and then afterwards we um you know we all ate dinner together. But what I really loved about yesterday is that I, I had this idea to go around the table and each person just say something that they're thankful for and also just something that they thought was crazy this year. I thought add a little fun into it like out of all the things that have happened in 2020 what is the craziest thing that has happened and so um it, it was so much fun like like you said you know we we have to give thanks we're so blessed and i really enjoyed doing that yesterday oh i'm glad to hear that yeah. and, and, and well how was yours how was yours how was your thanksgiving thank you for asking i know it's it's it's, it's in your script to ask uncle alex about his <laughs> thanksgiving well, I was alone in my room uh, watching old movies. No, no, no. I uh, actually got to spend my time. My goodness. <laughs> actually, these days, Ashley. I should have had you over. <laughs> I, was, I was depressed in my, in my bed and I never left. No, no, no. Lonely eating turkey. Lonely eating turkey. No, it was, it was good with my wife and my, my, my three kids. We actually spent time together. Uh, we ordered out, non-traditional, to be honest with you. I... I um I didn't want to have and you know it goes back to the the I guess the the roles that men and women play. I I know that a lot of women feel stressed because oh I've got to have the perfect dinner. I've got to have the perfect turkey. I've got to have this, I've got to have that. And if it isn't this or that, if it isn't perfect, people feel bad, you know? And I I, I took that off the table for the past couple of years to my wife. I said, "Look, honey, you relax." We'll figure it out. We'll either go out to eat or we'll bring food in. And, and to me, that's the way to do it. It should be about enjoying the day, not being stressed about it. And I know in the past, my wife – and I think, and I'm hopefully not being too sexist, women really stress about that. And it's they can't wait for it to be over and, and, and don't enjoy the day itself. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, absolutely. Look, the important thing is that you're making it 
your own, your own tradition with your family, right. whatever you guys decide to do, that is the best part. You know, it's just as long as you spend time together, you have a good time. For me, last uh, last Thanksgiving, I was kind of like the helping hand. This year was more, okay, I'm taking over the kitchen and I'm really making sure wow. that everything, you know. Are you a good so cook? I, Are you a good chef, Ashley? You know, I'd, I'd like to think that I am, or uh-huh. at least people tell me that they enjoy, or maybe they're just being nice and don't want to hurt my feelings. They're, li- they're, li- they're lying to you. <laughs> Probably, yeah, because uh, everyone's like, oh, that was so good. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Everyone cleaned their plates, so I feel like that's a good sign. That's the test. That's the test. Yeah. I agree yeah, with you. Yeah, when, when people – oh, and, and the other test is when they go back for seconds, too. Uh, I feel like that's a good sign, too. So, so, so there's definitely people who did that. <laughs> for all your fans that are listening in, what is your favorite dish? If, if, if you could cook something for them and say, guys, I've got this, what would it be? Oh my goodness! What is your go-to? Well, what is your go-to plate? It can be anything—a dessert. It can be a, an appetizer. What, what would you publicly right now? I'm putting you on the spot, Ashley. Cook for us, and we would love. You know, I make some mean mashed potatoes, Ooh. and uh, they're like steakhouse good. They're really wow. good mashed potatoes, mm-hmm. and uh, my mom, she's like. Tres leches, like, you know, chef. Like, it's almost like she invented tres leches. So when she gave me that recipe, oh, my gosh, it was a a showstopper um, for... Uh, for birthday parties as well. Like, you know, we, we always wow. make tres leches or choco flan. It's like flan with, with chocolate cake at oh. the bottom. Don't make me My fatter. I'm, I'm gaining weight just listening. <laughs> I believe me, me too. But yeah, no, th- those are uh, those are some of the top hits at, at uh, parties when I cook. So, well, there um, you have it. I mean, everything yeah. else I, I think is pretty good, but when people, those are the things that people compliment me the most. So, wow. Well, at least you have something to compliment when they ask me, what do you do, <laughs> Alex? I go, look, I can microwave really good. Um, I like <laughs> the latest, the <laughs> I like the latest invention, uh, bacon. It's already in the package and you just put it in the microwave. 30 seconds later, you've got bacon that is the, that, that changed my life anyway you don't need cooking oils or anything it already just cooks itself <laughs> that that's me i'm good at eating that's all i can tell you well welcome <laughs> in ladies and gentlemen to another edition our post thanksgiving edition of the Portes nation i'm alex beside me uh miss ashley and ashley it's not only about thanksgiving it's not only about being with family but traditionally today it's black friday which means shopping and i'm i'm, I'm seeing some statistics that because of covid of course that this year, online shopping will trump in-store shopping. Our world has changed. Typically, I know that with my mother-in-law, it would be midnight, and they would go off and go shopping for hours right when the stores opened. Life has changed now. People can just, in their comfort of their own home, as they're listening to this podcast, for instance, be shopping online, right? Right, absolutely. No, and I know that this year... Um, I mean, I would know because I'm a woman and I love shopping, but the Black Friday sales started uh, early this year. So you would go online and I think that they started as early as November 1st or 4th, the first week of November. So I know that they've had deals all month long. Uh, actually this morning as well, I was on social media and I was just kind of looking over just to see, you know, what people are doing because myself personally, like I stopped really doing like the in-person black Friday, uh, day shopping um, about maybe two, three years ago. I just, it's too much, right? Too much. It's, it's too much. And look, I, I, you know, no, 
no hard feelings for people that do it. Like, that's great. Like if you, if you see something that you really want and feel like you can snag a good deal, then great, you know, go for it. But I just don't like, you know, being kind of pushed around in the store or people just kind of being snobby and being like, well, I saw that first or, you know, I had this one year. It's a contact sport. Lady... It's a contact sport, Ashley. Yeah. I have to go in there and, and bring my NFL game in there. I have to tackle people. <laughs> no, I'm totally kidding. But, you know, I just, I like being able to sit at home and sit in my PJs and order stuff I want online. So Cyber Monday, I think is a better deal for me. Um, but yeah, no, I saw this morning, like I said, I, I was on social media uh-huh. and I saw that, uh, our local news station posted the Walmart at midnight and it was completely empty where, you know, in years past, uh, you know, people would already be lined up in Walmart or in Best Buy and it was completely empty. So I'm curious to see what the rest of the day is going to look like as far as you know, how many sure. people, right. but, um, yeah, like you said, it, it's definitely different. It's changed. It's changed. I, I don't want to say for the better necessarily, but it's definitely changed. And and we're all adapting, adjusting to to doing more things online. So there's a good and a bad to everything. Ashley, um, let's kick off with something that's still pending, at least in my mind, beyond Black Friday, beyond Thanksgiving weight gain, which I know is will be there once we hit the scales. <laughs> um, the election, the latest is that we still have, I think, uncertainty. As far as I have heard, and I've tried to be, keep up with it on a daily basis, Biden's still transitioning in. Trump's still refusing to concede officially. But I guess there is some kind of transition going on now and some communication between the administrations. Um, it's not really hurting yet our economy. It's not hurting our 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 security, if you will. But eventually, I, and you've talked about this, eventually there are some dates that are coming up that are going to really maybe set a deadline as to what happens, um, the inevitable to me, whether there is or there isn't a case for, for, for fraud, is it looks like our new president will be Joe Biden. It, it doesn't seem there's been a, from what I can hear and read and see, Ashley, a, a bombshell of, of reporting that, that there, 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 was, there was fraud. I don't see it yet. You know, Alex, and and like you said, we're going to get right into it because there's actually a lot that that has happened. And you just said something that is a key point in all of this, that there isn't a lot of reporting. And I've always said why the media nowadays, you know, mainstream media, major news outlets, ABC, Fox, CNN, et cetera, et cetera. They all report what they want and not what is actually happening. I don't know if you know this, Alex, but just this Wednesday, this week, um, the Republican Party in in Pennsylvania actually took to court um, actual documentation, proof of fraud that happened there in the state. And so much so that the judge actually put a hold on everything that is happening so that, you know, they have time to continue gathering themselves and uh, not continue on it and naming Joe Biden president elect. And and this is another thing, Joe Biden, and I'm going to, as bold as people think that this statement is, it is 100% fact at this point. Bum, bum, bum. Joe Biden is not the president elect of the United States. He's not. He is just another um, presidential candidate, just like uh, Trump. Well, Trump is actually the sitting president he currently. Is. That, that's a fact. 
But as of now, Joe Biden is not the president-elect of the United States. And I don't, I'm sorry if you get upset with that. That is a fact. And we're seeing everything that is happening right now unfolding. And well, Alex, I'll, again, I'm going I'm to interrupt you, though. Why is he not yet the president-elect? Because the states haven't certified the elections, correct? That That is, is that correct. Okay. And, and that, that is correct, yes. So just to kind of backtrack a little bit. So now um, the... The Electoral College has until the 14th um, to decide who wins, correct? So they, you know, and, and, and if this is the case, like let's say, Ashley, okay, well, what if they don't decide or what if the states still decide to um, – to kind of linger this on, then it will be taken to the Supreme Court. Now, Alex, I just want to preface by saying that you cannot, and I know this better than anyone, you cannot take something to court unless if there's actual evidence, like actual and, and multiple evidence at that. It's not just like, oh, I just have this one piece of paper. Or I just have this one affidavit and just, oh, I just have one. No, they have over 200 signed affidavits of people saying that, uh, that they can confirm that voter fraud is actually occurring in this election. Now, that being said, again, this is going to be uh, right now taking states. The Republican Party is doing states by states. So right now in Wednesday, I'm looking here at my notes. I just want to make sure that I, I give you all the correct information. So Wednesday was Pennsylvania. And afterwards, we're going to see Georgia, Nebraska and Wisconsin do the same thing. And the Republican Party is going to take all of this stuff to state court. And if by the 14, they say, hey, you know, because Pennsylvania, let's just let me just uh, put a theory out there. Right. Let's say that Pennsylvania, regardless of all the information and all the actual proof and tangible proof that the Republican Party has that voter fraud has happened, if Pennsylvania decides to say, nope, Joe Biden still won. They're going to take that to, to the Supreme Court because the Supreme Court has to go ahead and they they've already given the OK that this is actually going to happen. They actually on November 20th, they already announced that this will be, you know, processed in Supreme Court if it leads to that. So it's already been said again. The media is not picking this up and major news outlets are still naming Joe Biden as president elect. There's a lot that's going on here. President Trump, as you said, he's already announced on Twitter that Emily Murphy, the administrator of the General Services Admission uh, Administration, I'm sorry, right. um, has begun. He's given her the OK to go ahead and start this process with Joe Biden and the Democratic Party. But the reason why this is happening, and again, this has not been mentioned in the media, close people, I, I, I guess you could say direct sources from the Trump administration and uh, people close to Emily Murphy have spoken out and said that she is being threatened. And this is not, you know, something that I'm making up. You can go ahead and just go look this up deep into the web because it's not going to be the her. first page. Fact check her. Yeah. Fact check me. Um, but this is something that is actually happening. And so President Trump, of course, considering her safety and, of course, uh, taking very strongly into consideration um, and, and action, not just consideration. He's taking action on these threats. He said, you know what, just go ahead, because, of course, you know, it, you can't you can't just hold up, like you said, an election because there's no 
quote unquote proof. Now that this is stuff uh, that is being processed in the courts, they are, you know, you have to let the system kind of play out itself. So um, what I what I tell, you know, people that ask me about this, Alex, is the reason why they're doing this state by state, regardless of what was already announced on November 3rd, which was Election Day, regardless of what was already announced, if you have an issue, Alex, and this is just an analogy, if you have an issue, let's say if you go to the store right now, Black Friday day shopping, right? You go to the store and you're having an issue at the register or whatever, you're going to want to speak to the employee before you speak to the manager. In this case, the manager is a Supreme Court. So the states are the employee. So you're going to go and bring your issues to them. If they cannot resolve it, then you're going to take it to the Supreme Court. But you actually have to have tangible proof and evidence that you're able to provide to the Supreme Court. So um, I know that's a lot of information, but that is what's happening right now. Again, not a lot of people know that this uh, court proceeding happened. It was actually streamed on Facebook. So you're able to go on Facebook. Um, but Alex, I, I'm, I'm going to turn this back to you because like you said, not a lot of media coverage is happening on this. And I think that this is one of the most important things that is happening in, in, in the world right now in our country. Why aren't they going to put, excuse me, why aren't they going to put this out there on mainstream media, um, you know, the court proceeding rather than just on Facebook live? I think that this, this says a lot about you know, how the media plays a huge role in the information that we take in as a public. Ashley, we all like neatly wrapped presents with a bow on top delivered on Christmas morning. Um, We we all like things simplified and beautified. And and, and unfortunately, this is my take, this process should never be that way. Even in the past, it's just been assumed that the media, the media, journalists uh, are anointed with saying and doing certain things and the rest of us, the public, just follow it. And and I'm going to say this, that we follow with blinders on. Okay, mm-hmm. ABC said, and, and I've mentioned this on, on the Portes Nation in the past, on on, uh, on election night, we all like by 10, by 10.30 p.m. to know who our president is so we can go back to sleep or go to sleep. And, 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 and we're done with it because we, quote unquote, trust in, in, in the journalists, in the media, with the proliferation of media. And even in the past, when there was two or three outlets, uh, the, the, the ABCs, the NBCs, the CBSs, before cable, this is my time, Ashley, trust me, um, um, they, they were all, I want to say this, they were all in it together, meaning they, for many, in many elections, they ruled. I think if we went back, Ashley, and actually looked at results of elections, we could find a lot there favoring one party or another. Uh, I'm not even trying to make this partisan in any way. Uh, uh, the point is we all like things neatly wrapped up. We want to get on with our lives and have a, a transition. This year, I think one of, the, one of the positives from Trump and the Republicans challenging this is that they're challenging the system as, as, as it should be challenged, as it should be challenged every time there's an election. At, at the local level, at the, at the state level, at the national level. So it's, it's important. I don't know, from my perspective, if this is going to change the outcome of the election as has as been projected, as, been, as it has been presented by the media, but it is good for us to question and challenge. I think that calls into merit then the strength of our system, number one, and it maybe takes our innocence away, Ashley, so we're no longer waiting for that present to be neatly wrapped up. We, we ask ourselves, well, where did the present come from? Well, who, who, who dropped it off? 
well, how much does it cost? Well, wh- who wrapped it and why did they wrap it and, and how did it get here and what's inside and who made it? Those are the questions I think to ask. Maybe it's not an analogy a lot of people want to want to hear because we all want our presence and just we pretend as 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 children that we know where that where that present came from. We hope it came from a certain place, but the reality may be completely different. And then you unwrap the present, Ashley, and I'll quickly say this. And for me, you get that beautiful soccer ball. I go out and start juggling it, but I don't think that that soccer ball could have been made across the world by a six-year-old child that is being paid three cents an hour. My point is there's a lot there that can and should be uncovered. The question I ask myself, though, is who is going to do it? The media, and I'm going to say this and people can get offended, they've got their own agenda within mm-hmm. their own camp, be it Republican, be a Democrat. And, 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 and also, you can now tune into any media outlet, Ashley, and find what you want. Meaning, if you want coverage that's all Biden, you can go to X place. If you want coverage that's all Trump, you can go to Y place. Independent, objective journalists, in my mind, just rarely exist anymore. That, that's not the role of the media. The role of the media now is entertainment and pushing an agenda. No, I absolutely agree. And this is what people fail to understand and fail to see. Because once you post something, like I've I've done this before on Twitter, we all share and retweet or like or whatever it is. And of course, if one of your followers sees that, you know, you post something or like something, they're like, oh, she she's for the other party. Oh, she has different <laughs> views than me. Unfollow. And it's like, what I have tried to do and I feel like I've, I've tried this to the best of my ability and in my personal opinion is that I try to put information out there that yes you might not agree with but I've already done my own personal information and I'm sharing it on my page because I want you to see this I want you to see that again so many people didn't know that Facebook Live was covering. And of course, why would it be covered on Facebook Live? Such a huge court case in Pennsylvania. The Republican Party has actual proof. And again, this this is the biggest, I feel like this is the biggest frustration of mine, Alex. And I feel like m- millions of other Americans feel the same way is why isn't the mainstream media covering this? And like sure. you said, it's, it's the agenda. So there, there's no honesty there anymore. The the integrity is completely lost. Now, for me, and, and I'm just going to close off with this, Alex, in, in, in this topic, if this gets taken to the Supreme Court, which I kind of hope it does in a way, because I, I feel like so much more is going to be brought to light. And again, it might start a revolution here in the United States, but you know what? This... I don't believe in coincidences. In 2020, as I've seen so many people comment and, and, and quote, 2020 is, well, you know, if you have 2020 vision, you have perfect vision. So 2020 right. is the year of perfect vision, and we are seeing a lot of things come to light. So that being said, Sidney Powell, which is one of the attorneys that is working with the Trump team now, I do have to um, say uh, that she is not – directly a tra- uh, uh, excuse me a team Trump lawyer she is working with uh, Trump and his administration to help this but she is representing we the people which is people of the United States now she is a military attorney Alex and not a people not a lot of people know this so she is able to basically, bring people to justice who have committed treason here in the United States, even people that, and you know, um, 
like other presidential uh, candidates or people in government, she is able to do that. And she will be part of that team. Now, she did mention that this goes beyond voter fraud, Alex. And, and a lot of people, again, like the media or other people, it's like, oh, it's all conspiracy theories, voter fraud or anything else that happens behind closed doors. She said that this and, and that is why the reason why she kind of had to step away from being Team Trump, per se, as many people, which she never really was an official uh, Trump attorney as far as Team Trump. Right. She was just there to help. And um, she said, this is apocalyptic. She said, light into the Supreme Court is going to shake the world. It is going to change everything that we thought, like you said, Alex, everything that we thought was innocent and good um, and sacred here in our country is going to shake up the world. And listen, I might be bold. I'm a bold woman. I'm ready for it. I want to know what kind of dirty little secrets are politicians, because I do not want this country to go corrupt or, or even more so go into communism or a socialist country. And, and that is just my opinion. And that is just what I want. I want people in this country and people who come to this country to succeed, to have a better life. And if we are being lied to, and if the people up top are making sure that we stay at the bottom and are not able to succeed, I want those people brought to justice. And sure. I want the people of the United States to continue on succeeding. And that's just, I don't know, that's just my opinion about that, Alex. I, I feel like, you know, again, we'll see what happens. Again, they have until the 14th for the Electoral College to say who, who won. And then afterwards, we continue on with our three branches of government. If, if all states don't don't conform and say regardless of, of their information, because the Republican Party has enough evidence to take this to the Supreme Court, sure. then it will be taken to the Supreme Court. Well, there you have it, ladies and gentlemen, the latest uh, on, on the presidential election. For some of you in your minds, this may be already done one way or another. And, and, and what do you expect? If you have comments, let us know. Uh, you can find us on social media at the Portes Nation. And, and we want to hear from you. We want to hear from you if you have thoughts, if you have um, questions more than anything. I think for all of us, the uncertainty, it's still lingering and hanging over us. So moving on now from, from that topic to our second topic today, Diego Armando Maradona. He is a soccer legend. I should say was a soccer legend. We uh, found out the news just recently that he passed away this past 25th of November. And, and it was a shock at the age of 60 for many of us that have followed the career of, of Diego Maradona. It, it, was, it was hard. It was difficult. And, and we, we love him as a, as a sports figure, arguably one of the best soccer players of all time. The magic that he came up with. Uh, on the field, tremendous, uh, not only representing the, the national team from Argentina, but, but playing for Boca Juniors. He played for Napoli, uh, where we saw most of his uh, amazing uh, talents in Serie A, in, in the Italian Calcio. Um, but we certainly saw the magic of, of, of Diego Armando Maradona. And I think to me, Ashley, one game that stands out the most and, 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 and really maybe sheds light on who he was um, was the match in the 86 World Cup against England. And, and the, th that match is, is known throughout the, the world as, as having, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, it was against, well, they went to the finals against West Germany, but the match against uh, England, um, where he scored the, the goal of the century 
is is just amazing. Picking up the ball at midfield in Azteca Stadium and dribbling through apparently the entire English team and then scoring a, a wonderful goal. But but prior to that, there was a goal which is called the Hand of God goal, and where he literally used his hand to 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 score a goal over over the uh, the uh, the the goalkeeper, the English goalkeeper, where he flat out just cheated. And, and, and they didn't have the, the, um, the technology we have now to be able to go to VAR, V-A-R, and review the goal. But in that match, to me, at, at, at a soccer level, Ashley, you saw the best and the worst of this, of this player, where he cheated. People saw him cheat. The refs didn't catch it, but it was obvious, and that made the difference in the match. But then later, his second goal, just tremendous individual play, where he took on everybody on the other team virtually and scored the goal of the centuries that's being known. And maybe that shows us a lot about the quality and the duality of this man. He, he was a, a genius to many on the field, but off the field, he had a lot of demons. Yes, absolutely, Alex. And, and you know, he there's no denying that he was an incredible player, a legend at that. He definitely loved, left his legacy behind and, and so much so that you could see it in other players from different sports in the NBA, NFL, MLB, all over the world. You see these players mourning such a great athlete. Right. Um, but yes, uh, along with that great athleticism that he had, you know, there is a lot of talk now, um, especially, you know, all over Twitter and everything that his character, his uh, sportsmanship, um, was very questionable and, and, and aggressive at, at times. And so, um, you know, that just goes to say, you know, does, does the great athlete in him kind of, you know, take over the character and who he was off the field? Or, you know, should we still continue to celebrate him just as an athlete and not just as a human being, Alex? I, I think that that is, you know, just an opening topic. I'm sure. not saying that we shouldn't mourn or, or um you well, know, celebrate yeah. someone's life, but that is something that is has come into into topics. You know, it's it's a hot topic right now. Should we continue to celebrate and and um, someone even though that they weren't the best person, but they were an amazing athlete? Look, it, it, I I cannot even begin to pretend to know what it's like to be under the microscope and lead a life like Diego Armando Maradona. I, I, I don't know it. I don't see it. I can imagine the, the, the attention he must receive, the pressure he There's was under. There's a lot under. of pressure, yeah. And, and, and maybe that's what led to some of his addictions. I mean, I mean this, is, this is who we are as people. None of us are perfect. And, and I think the, 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 the balance is, is in telling the story of, of a person. And, and, and none of us knew him intimately, and, and many people say now, of course, they'll come out of the woodwork and said they would. So we have to kind of take peace from here and here and here and try to get a complete picture of who he was. On the field, a magnificent soccer player, no doubt among the best ever. Uh, he was caught for doping at the 94 World Cup. He was trying to find a way to reach back to the glory of winning a World Cup in Mexico in 1986. He was never able to, to, to replicate that. Uh, again, and maybe that the, that pressure led to him using and abusing drugs, and 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 that happens to people in all walks of life. So so it, it isn't a a, a, um, a unique situation in that way. I think the the division has to be: Do we have him be a role model only for the soccer side and pretend the other side of his life didn't exist, or do we give it a complete picture to show that we're all we're all human? 
that we're all imperfect. Um, I'm torn about it because all of us uh, who follow soccer know he's in the conversation as the best ever, period. And, And we have to give him credit for that. But do I go as far as going to my children and saying, hey, here's a role model for you to follow? I have a question mark there. To me, it's, look, here's a great soccer player. He also had issues off the field. And that's the context you give it. No, I, I agree with that because I I think at the end of the day, you know, we're no one to judge other people. We're no. not perfect. No. And, you know, he, he is no longer here to defend himself against what people are saying. So I feel just out of respect, you know. I think it's just more so focusing on the athlete that he was, which, you know, here on on um, social media, Alex, I'm seeing that Diego Maradona's lawyer is seeking legal action over funeral workers taking a selfie with his coffin. Mm. So there, there's a lot of stuff going on, even even with, you know, his, his funeral arrangements and after his passing. And I'm saying like, I think that the big, the key word here is respect. You know, let's just respect him as the great athlete that he was and, you know, maybe not seek him as a role model outside of the field. I don't know if, if, if I'm incorrect to say that, but regardless, you know, I'm not a mother, but I I feel like if you're going to set you know, a role model, you should be your child's role model and not try to have other people, you know, be, I don't know. I should stop right there. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. I, no, I, I get it. I, I just think that, you know, lessons, valuable lessons should be um, taught at home. And at the end of the day, you know, of course you can have role models out, outside of the house. I'm not saying that either. Um, but it is, you know, a, a parent's job to go in and, and teach them right for wrong. And, and that also goes with their actions. You know, what is proper or improper behavior and uh i you know i'm spent time re-watching some of his greatest moments on the field and it is so inspiring as a sports it reporter is. you know this is the stuff that you just gets your blood pumping you know you you love to see you know someone so happy and be so successful at you know at their job and um, you know, all these fans cheering in different, very different times, you know, back in the eighties and nineties, you see just so many fans just happy and cheering. I'm like, man, even sports has changed. And we've talked about this before, but this is great moments in sports. And I loved seeing his highlights and, you know, he will be missed. He is an incredible athlete. And I think, you know, aside from what I just said, as far as like character, you know, and, and people, I think that he is an excellent role model as far as an athlete goes. And I know that, um, Leo Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo have already weighed in as to Maradona being, you know, um, a role model for them. So, Um, it, it definitely weighs in with other athletes, Alex, and all over the world. You know, this is, you know, front page headline news. Uh, the the world is definitely Morning. sadder since sure. his passing. Yes, absolutely. And at the age of sixty, so so at a very young age, and and we obviously have our thoughts and prayers with his family, with his friends, and and the millions and millions of fans across the world who still revere and will revere. Maradona, number 10 forever. So from one iconic figure, uh, Ashley, to another in in our next topic, which is, again, it it, it took me back a little bit because I heard about it. I wasn't sure if this really was happening. But it appears, ladies and gentlemen, that tomorrow night 
at Staples Center in Los Angeles, you're going to watch Tyson versus Jones. See, yes, that Tyson, Mike Tyson, if you can believe it, will be boxing again. It's an, it's an eight, uh, up to eight round um, exhibition, technically. Uh, Roy Jones, Mike Tyson, uh, both in their 50s, Ashley. If I'm not mistaken, Roy Jones, 51, Mike Tyson, 54 years of age. But um, why is my first question. Obviously, it has to be for a payday. What are they trying to prove at that age <laughs> that, 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 they, they, that they should or should not be boxing? I mean, these are men beyond their prime. And in, 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 in my question is, why are we – why is this happening? I mean, I guess everybody has the freedom to, to, to fight and, and, and you mean, should why aren't they in, in an elderly home and just alongside Alex? Al- alongside Alex Parra? <laughs> they're, they're they're my contemporaries. We're right there in the in the fifties, in the in the early fifties. But Tyson Jones, pay per view tomorrow. I believe you can watch it on Fight TV. Forty nine ninety nine. Ashley, are you already uh, uh, getting your credit card ready for tomorrow night? Oh my gosh, Alex! No, <laughs> I, I I don't think I'm gonna pay forty nine dollars in in today's economy. I don't think so. Look, look, I um I'm I'm gonna be able to stream it for free, so that's why I'm I'm just kind of teasing. I'm gonna be able with with Directv. Um, it shows well right as of now. I don't know if Directv hears me and they're like, oh no, we, we forgot to charge her. We're gonna have to charge her the forty nine. I got it. So um, but just a couple of of uh, facts here. What's going on? First uh, reported by Michael Benson. He's an online boxing editor. Um, so for TalkSports.com, and he he posted um, just a couple of days ago that Mike Tyson and Roy Jones, uh, the fight rules that were reported, it's an eight two minute round. Right. It's bigger, twelve ounce boxing gloves. No head guards. No knockouts. Fight will be stopped if there's cuts or anything like that. So, essentially, they're saying that there shouldn't be any, you know, actual like, you know, go in full throttle for these men. Um, no official judges or winner. The WBC have ex fighters judging and fans. Um, so the scores will be unofficial. So this is just really more so for fun. Again, 2020 is a crazy year. Sure, let's bring back two legends like Mike Tyson and Roy Jones to make our Saturday night at Staples Center a lot better. But, yeah, this is just more so of a good fun. But what I'm hearing, Alex, and this is very interesting, is that Mike Tyson's like, heck no, I'm going to go full in. I'm going to show people that Mike Tyson still got it at this stage. Sure. And Roy Jones was actually – he's. I heard a couple months ago um, from several – new uh twitter posts that he actually wanted to drop out because he he heard that mike tyson was going in for blood and he goes oh no i'm not doing that so um but good to see that this is still happening hopefully that these two guys don't completely end up breaking each other's backs on the ring um but i think it'll be you know just something fun to watch i think that you know now with everything that's happened in our in our country or around the world i think that there's just trying to bring back two legends to kind of, you know, reminisce on good times. I don't know. <laughs> I, I, guess, really I, I, I guess I don't know yeah. why <laughs> getting hit in the head is, is reminiscing about good times. Maybe look, I, I get it from a certain point of view. We were just talking about Diego Armando Maradona, uh, you know, he, for him to recapture his youth, recapture his top form is something from my perspective, he fought to do as, as, as much as possible. Any athlete who peaks at a certain world-class level, uh, and, and then 
life gets in the way, meaning aging, which is a reality. And none of us, and I look in the mirror every morning and I say, Ma, I say, wow, it, 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 it sucks to get old. I, there's, there's no way around that. But when you are a Mike Tyson, when you're a Diego Armando Maradona, when you're a Roy Jones, recapturing a little bit of your youth is, is justifiable. And, and many people, and I'm saying this and I'm not trying to be mean to anyone, recapturing the youth is, is, is an industry. Men and women will do everything they can. You know, I'm gone, I've gone from a two-pay to a ten-pay. Whatever it takes, uh, Ashley, to keep, to keep my, my, my looks is justifiable for many people. And in this case, maybe it's just for them to feel good about themselves, make a little money, and bring people a little bit of a flashback of, of who they were. There's nothing wrong with that. I, I just, in my mind, don't weigh the, the risks and the reward in this. And there are some people, even Mike Tyson, who had a Broadway-type show. You know, he, he's trying to continue making money. I don't blame any of them. Diego Armando Maradona, one of his last coaching assignments was in Sinaloa in Mexico and playing and coaching there rather. And he made good money because he needed it. And there's nothing wrong with that. All of us, if we find something we can enjoy, we can tolerate, let's do it. I guess my question is, this isn't just like showing up and, 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 and just, you know, doing another TV show when Alex Parra is 90. It's, it's, it's getting hit in the head. It's just a, a, it's a dangerous way to make a living. It is, and but I, I again, that's why they, they have the rules, Alex, for no knockouts. And if someone actually ends up getting, you know, bloodied up in this, in in the ring, you know, they're gonna officially stop the the fight. And so for me, I'm like, my goodness, okay, well, Mike Tyson's saying that he's gonna go in and be Mike Tyson. <laughs> uh, Roy Jones may or may not come out with one or two ears. We, I'm just kidding. I don't know what's gonna happen. You I, made I, you made me hungry again. <laughs> too much let's stick to turkey okay yeah. you you and mike tyson both mm -hmm. um yeah like you said you know even for myself look i i was a professional um athlete you know i made it to the nfl as an nfl cheerleader and uh i, I you know i look back on on videos and even you know three years later after i've hung up my my famous red go-go boots um, I, I still have mine, by the way. Just if if if, okay. if, if you guys ever want to watch me uh, wear them, I'll, I'll put a video on uh, on the on the social media. But please continue. I was waiting for you to say that, so that way we can start our TikTok. Exactly. So for me, just even looking back at videos, I I think to myself, I'm like, man, I was able to bend like that. Like I have <laughs> not been able to. I, I feel like my back is giving out on me and I'm like, Oh, okay. I'm at this age. Okay. I'm still in my twenties, but still it's like, once you stop doing your craft for a couple of years and you're not going, you know, a hundred percent, literally every single day, right. The training that we did and everything, it was my gosh, like back then you didn't feel it. Cause it was, you know, go, go, go nonstop. But you know, once you take a little break and you try to get back into it, you're like, wait a second, let me let me get limbered up here a little bit. So, I, you know, like you said, I think that these guys are are really just trying to kind of relive the glory days, but not in a bad way. You know, like like I said, you know, with with Maradona, we sports has changed so much, and I think that Directv and and these guys are really just trying to bring back the the good old days when sports was exactly that just sports and no politics and everyone was enjoying watching legends you know compete against other legends and you had fun and you 
grabbed a, you know, a good alcoholic beverage and you're over there cheering on for your favorite team or for your favorite athlete. It's, I think it's really just kind of yeah. closing that in for the year. And actually this, this was actually supposed to take part, um, two months ago, but due to the whole COVID thing, again, it's, it kept getting pushed back. So, um, very interesting. I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen tomorrow night, Alex. We'll definitely talk about it on the next edition of the Portas Nation to close out, to close out this topic. What else? If Tyson Jones is 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 a hit, what happens next? I mean, it's supply and demand. Are we going to see uh, the Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders from 1977 give it a go again? <laughs> are we are we going to are we going to see a uh, 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 Pele uh, do a, a pay per view match um, and and bring back his uh, his his contemporaries? Where, where does it end? Are, are we going to see um, NFL? Uh, retired uh, quarterbacks like like uh, like Terry Bradshaw and Roger Staubach play in another uh, quote unquote made for TV Super Bowl. It, it, where does it end? I, 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 this is driven by by supply by, by demand, right? This is driven by by the financial side by money. You know, it's no, it's I don't think it's any different. Well, just a little bit different because you are in the ring for eight rounds. Um, I don't think it's any different than you know a former you know, athlete for, for like the Dodgers or the Astros to come back and pitch the first pitch of the game. You know what I mean? Granted, you know, they're not out there playing, you know, at least, you know, the, the first um, half of the game or um, it's just like kind of, I don't know, I guess it's just kind of cheering off to, to legends and, and being them being on the ring. I don't know what they're wanting to do anyways, because sure. they're not supposed to knock out or get in there. I don't know if they're going to play patty cake on the ring, Alex. It's just, you know, like you said, <laughs> I guess it's just to relive the good old times. It's, it's reliving our glory days. I imagine as I get older, young lady, and you're younger, of course, uh, glory days maybe is, is all we have these days. But anyway, we'll see what happens with the Tyson Jones uh, boxing match tomorrow night, uh, $49.99. So if any of you are interested, uh, pony up your money for fight.tv. And, and that's one way at least you can stream it. Um, Ashley, we've got to go um, quickly before we wrap up. Um, COVID still affecting uh, NCAA football, uh, the OU Sooners uh, match or game, I should say, for this weekend um, has been has been canceled. There are other conferences, uh, teams like Wisconsin, who have had matches, games postponed. So we're all over the place when it comes to NCAA football. Uh, the, the, the effects are also affecting NFL and NFL players. Here's the question quickly. Do we still believe we can have a in, in NCAA football, a, a champion, a, a, a top uh, the top four playing in, in a playoff situation, even though they've got an incomplete season, meaning that even though they didn't play the same amount of games, is that fair? Is that the way to decide a champion? You know, I think that this is kind of goes back to the L.A. Dodgers winning no fans. No offense, Dodgers fans. I'm not trying to say that you guys didn't win the 2020 championship. Uh oh, but you're going to get in trouble. I know. Here I go bold woman. Um, it's just, you know, some of the things that I've seen on social media was basically that, that, Oh, if we would have had a, a full year of baseball or just like a regular season, Dodgers might've not won the world series. Right. Um, so I, again, it just kind of goes into question here, you know, are, are the best really the best, but look under the circumstances, let's just give it to them, you know, because whoever ends up making it, to, to the end, it's been a rough year. You know, if, if your team ends up, it, it doesn't count any less 
but it might not be weighed the same, I guess is the best way you could put it. It doesn't count any less. You are still a champion. You end up winning, um, you know, what you've earned this year, but it, some people might weigh it differently because it wasn't a full season or a regular season at that, like we've seen in years past. Sure. Um, but yeah, you know, it, it's tough. Like we, we've continued to say, Alex, it's tough. It's a different year. We're trying to maneuver our way into this crazy pandemic. You know, the, the numbers um, are still all over the place. We're seeing, you know, a decline in numbers in other places and, you know, a rise in other places. You know, there's just so many things that are happening. But I mean, most and foremost, you know, we just hope that these players are safe and um, the fans that go are, are taking their preventative measures into being safe. And we'll see, you know, it, it's definitely changed the world of sports. Hopefully by next year, we kind of have things a little bit more under control to where we are able to have more of a regular year and a regular season. It would be nice to get back to quote unquote normal. And, and we're all hoping number one, that people are safe. And even after this Thanksgiving, um, Ashley, many families are getting together. Um, many have decided or, or, or made the decision chosen not to, but we'll see if, if, if the, the, if there's an increase in the spread in, in COVID after, after Thanksgiving, we certainly hope not. And we certainly hope vaccines come online sooner rather than later. Ashley, we've got to go. Where can people find us if they want to know more about us on social media, the Portas Nation, you and I? Of course, everyone, you're able to follow us online on all social media platforms at or arroba Deportes Nation. Of course, you're able to follow your favorite co-host here. You can follow Alex at Alex. And then you can follow me at Ashley Rodriguez official. So we wait for you there. We're also the Portas Nation. We're growing. And I'm so excited about that. You're able to find us on uh, seven different platforms now, including sure. YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, you can literally just go on our website at um, theportasnation.com and you can find us all there. So super excited and we appreciate your support. We wouldn't be able to grow without you. So thank you very much. Absolutely. Thank you all for tuning in, for following us, for uh, also submitting your questions, your thoughts, your comments. We appreciate that. We need that. Ashley, before we go, hopefully by next time we are putting together these podcasts and you can st still listen to them, we'll have a visual cast, if you will. We're trying to make the the, the leap, if you will, into the, the, the realm of visual, the video, where you can actually see us as we put these shows together. So I'm excited about that. Uh, Ashley, before you go, anything else for this for this coming week? No, just thank you so much for tuning in, everyone. You know, let us know your thoughts. Who do you think is, is going to um, – what sports are you going to um, tune in to watch? And also your thoughts on the Mike Tyson and Roy Jones fight. I think that that's going to be very exciting. But, yeah, just let it snow on social media. And, again, thank you so much for tuning in. So on behalf of our production team, on behalf of Ashley Rodriguez, I'm Alex Parra. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for following us. And thank you for listening in to another edition of Deportes Nation. Take care and until next time.